on today's episode, I have a very special guest. I know I say that all the time, but it's true because anybody willing to take the time to be on Sonic Dorms with me has a special place in my heart. Uh, I mean, nobody really has to do any of this, and time is precious, right? So the fact that these artists take time out of their day to um, have me chat with them is always amazing and uh, something I'll never take for granted. But Today's special episode, special guest in particular, is a returning one. In particular, the one and only Charlie Rizzo. Charlie Rizzo is based out of Italy, and uh, she, um, she's she been featured in Rolling Stone magazine over there. And she only started her career uh, fairly recently. I mean, she's only put out three records, and or two records and an EP now. The EP being her most recent release. It's called The Light. It was just released, um, it was released this past November 4th, 2022, of course. And she really captures that ethereal, um, spirit of like artists like, uh, Enya, in my humble opinion. And, uh, she's really cut from that cloth of like, she's just writing songs because she feels a need to. Uh, it's coming from a real place. So from the second I heard her, uh, I immediately knew that she was special. And then to top it off, she was my second guest on Sonic Thorns uh, that I ever did a, um, that I ever interviewed for the show. So uh, for that reason alone, I think also the fact that she was somebody that wasn't uh, based in America in the States. She was, um, you know, she's, she's from Italy. She was, she's based in Italy. So to have, you know, Sonic Thorns, uh, early on showcase the fact that it's more it's all it's about the entire world it's a it's a universal platform for artists of all genres um and it goes abroad you know so she really helped start that uh for, launch that ideal um on sonic dorms so with that being said here's my latest episode with charlie rizzo she's got her new ep out the light which to me is her most refined uh, collection of songs yet four song ep and it's fantastic so um here's our chat together thanks for listening as always hello hello uh i would like to say congratulations special guest charlie charlie rizzo back on sonic dorms to talk about her new ep the light which is a wonderful, magnificent, absolutely fantastic piece of work yet again from who I believe is a really soulful singer-songwriter that is on the rise with every release. So uh, thank you for doing this with me again. I, I, uh, I'm i here to support you every step of the way. That's what I appreciate. I love your support. I can feel you so close and so is a kind of a bad habit to be in your program. And it's so nice to be here. So thank you for having me. Yeah, you're you're significant in that you were the second guest I ever had on the show. And I always strive to create an international environment where it wasn't just American artists or, or um, artists just from the States. I wanted people from all over the world. And I felt like you were the first step towards implying to people that that's what this is about. It's about treating music as a universal context. And it's not just about uh, being in one place and one, in one city and one area. It's all about uh, the transcendence of music. It's about music transcending boundaries and genres and, and, and countries. Um, to me, music is a, 
totalitarian kind of um spirit you know to me that's what it's about it's about um everything right so to me having you is significant and that uh you were the first person to kind of bring that forward and introduce people to the concept of this show being you know worldwide spread i guess you can say well i totally agree i think music should be really uh you know uh it should move uh everywhere i mean you know here in italy it's kind of different because we don't really we don't really there are not many uh artists that uh, reach the let's say reach the success in italy because singing in english is not uh, is not sort of is not really accepted is not really uh distributed uh so you don't get any label uh, that maybe will sign you if you write in English. And also we go to cinemas and we don't, uh, we don't, we don't, we don't watch movies in the original, uh, with the original audio, you know, and mm-hmm. language. And that would be so useful to us to learn and to be able to communicate. So it's not like losing your roots. It's like cultivating also some knowledge and communication uh, in communication, knowing another language that allows you also to communicate. So music is communication uh, worldwide. So it shouldn't just stop in a country, as you said. So I do appreciate, and we are on the same page here. Yeah, um, just going, moving a little bit uh, forward with that was. I'm sure I've asked you this before, but just as a refresher, singing in in Italian was that something that in choosing to sing in English, was that something that you decided on early on when you started recording? Were you thinking, what made you want to sing in English, sing these songs that you've written in English? Well, there are, there are very uh, personal things uh, that I, I express myself better in English in a sort of way. Like it gives me sort of freedom to be and to say things that otherwise I wouldn't I wouldn't say I remember saying, telling even my mother, I love you instead of saying her, ti voglio bene. You know, mm. I don't know. It has something with the language. I believe in previous life as well. Uh, I think it's very musical. I think it's very nice to hear. Plus, so I guess uh, uh, I've always listened to American music and English music too. So I'm more kind of. I tend to listen to international music more. And so in between, I, I write in English because I can say things that I otherwise I wouldn't, I, I would keep for myself maybe more. And it, there is a sort of, uh, yeah, a filter going on there. And, and also the same thing we said before we mentioned being able to communicate to friends that lives abroad, not just mm-hmm. Italian friends, but other friends. And, new friends and people from outside my country you know and yeah i would love traveling and traveling and playing music that would be my dream so really a tour abroad so i hope to come to us on tour one day that, you, that's my you know aim. you you have to um undeniably because the music to me is to me it's, it's there's something about it that's earnest and honest and i feel like you're the kind of artist that um a lot of people thrive for and um between uh, america and europe i think that there's people love organic music that really speaks to the soul and i feel like 
that's something that you're, you've been creating uh, since you started. And yeah, you need to, you need to come over. Uh, yeah, I would love to. Definitely, I would love to. Uh, well, we're working on it. Next, well, I, I don't want to, um, uh, you know, say things that you might want to ask me. So I, you know, but uh, yeah, we're working on it. Let me just say that we're working on the next album is a long length album. Uh, and so I hope with that album, we'll really be able to bring it abroad and yeah, find the right booking agent to help us abroad. And, you know, everyone has to do his own job. You know, I cannot take in care. I cannot take care of everything by myself. So I have people helping me here already in Italy, but I definitely need someone a figure for Europe and maybe US one day. Wonderful, wonderful. So going to The Light, which is out now, you can stream it everywhere and you can purchase the copy as well physically on vinyl, uh, which sounds amazing because to me, something that really became apparent the second I put this on my turntable was the fact that um, it sounds very analog. I don't know if it was recorded that way um, or mastered that way in any way, but it doesn't sound digital. There's something about it that um, sounds very earthy. Um, doesn't yeah. sound like a digital recording. I mean, I don't know. Was it recorded digitally or analog? Uh, how was this record? Digitally, made? it yeah. was actually digitally. I believe it's the uh, production also from Federico Dragonia. Uh, we have to consider here that it was a, a new partnership, sort of, you know, a new project with a person that I didn't know. Um, it was a friend to my producer, previous producer, and also they've been working together to some project his own project as a solo artist because Federico is the guitarist of a band well known here it's called Ministri so here in Italy they're very popular and they play rock music and and but he's a musician and he's a producer and so I wanted you know just my previous producer introduced each other and he brought some of my new music to him without telling me actually. So I didn't know about it. He just mentioned me the thing when he agreed to do and to work together. And I didn't know nothing about it, but then I was willing, I'm always willing to try new um, collaboration, contamination, because it's also a great thing. You need, I need to learn things uh, way that makes you work because obviously they want to get the best in their opinion, from you. So sometimes I had to sing some sentence like 15 times, uh, but normally with my previous producer, that was different. So, you know, every time it changes. And it was, but it was a, a very nice, was very quick, the process, obviously, four tracks, but, um, but it was quick. It was quick. We had, he had the precise ideas. He has the taste we had. We shared a lot of, music and sort of references that uh uh you know in order to us uh to 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 get there precisely you know and so we share a lot of Sean Van Etten music mm -hmm. we share a lot of chromatics music uh I love um I, I love also actually all the yeah uh, you know the Twin Peaks mood is one of my favorites so you know um Unfortunately, Julie Cruz that passed away this year. So this is very inspirational to me. 
so yeah it sound it sounds um digital but is um it is digital and and but it's federico's own taste i believe and the way he produced uh, he produced it and so that was nice there's someone calling me sorry i'm just no, don't do okay. nothing no, as okay. long as you can hear me i can okay yeah. It sounds very natural and it's hard to create um, records, especially as time has gone on, um, to, to sound natural um, sonically. And, and, and yours sounds natural. It sounds very organic. And so it's really cool to hear that your producer had a, uh, an impact on that. And if you wouldn't mind sharing with me, you said previously that recording was a little bit different in nature, but with your current situation, you were there were moments where you had to repeat certain phrases 15 times so there was more of a maybe a refined perfectionist kind of um implication yeah. on this record for you when it came to singing your parts did you feel like you had to work a little bit harder not to say that you didn't work hard enough before but you felt like maybe you had to there was a little bit more of a perfection involved in crafting this i think first thing you have to do and first thing i do when when i uh, agree to work with a new producer i need to trust him so um we might not share the same idea on the sort of feeling you want to put into a phrase maybe and so i tend to be very smooth sometimes it needed a tougher start uh clearer um louder you know so that's those were the sh shades that we were trying to reach. And that's why he made me uh, sing 15 times maybe the same phrase. But it's good. It's good school. And I'm willing to learn all so the time. You, so you enjoyed that? You enjoyed that? I, I don't have any problem with that. I'm very down to earth. You know, you know me. Mm -hmm. uh, and so it's like, uh, I trust the producer. I need to follow the people. They're leading me somewhere. Otherwise, it's going to be like a, an hybrid and of a project. But no, um, songs are mine. I write the songs. I write the lyrics. I do some of the pre-production, though, because I use Logic and GarageBand. You know that. And so, and so that helps me, you know, to give the producer a better idea of some sounds, where I'd like to go. If I use a piano instead of the guitar, and so, yes, but in terms of, you know, intention, taste, feeling, emotion, uh, they hear me from the outside. So I have to trust them. And, and I'm glad because it sounds, it sounds, the light sounds very clear to me, to my ears. Even my voice is very clear and it's, it's nice. It's pure. We don't have many doubling, which is something tricky. Sometimes you need it. Sometimes you, you, you don't. And so, yeah, so that's what I really like from Federico. It's very clear. It's very pure. You know, everything was taken truly, not much of melodyne in order to, you know, tune mm -hmm. the voice, you know, things you do in the studio record. You don't have to share. I mean, I can share secrets and things, you know, it's not a secret though, that sometimes you use the melodyne to perform better and, you know, things uh, just to make it perfect because we're in a studio we're not in the 60s anymore unfortunately but yeah um so yeah that's the the clear the clearest part of federico came out in the light project very nice 
No, I, I, I find that intriguing because, yeah, we're not in the 60s anymore. And, and there was a time where even uh, going into the 90s where when you recorded something pre, you know, laptops and computers and technology, you had it was all to tape. Everything was analog. And so you had to get the perfect take because tape was expensive. Of course, tape is expensive. So to cut every piece and, you know, everything was priced. So you had to get the right take. You had to make sure that everything was kind of on the dot the first time you did it, um, just to, yeah. to to cut cost. But now, you know, once once technology came into the picture, it was all about we can redo this as many times as we can if we have to. But um, it's nice. That's what I like about your work, though, is the fact that you know when to keep that pure that pure um, mindset to the recording where it doesn't sound convoluted or it doesn't sound refined to the point where it sounds too perfect, where suddenly your identity as a singer is lost. Everything still sounds like it was um, the moments that were captured were the necessary moments. And again, that's a tough balance to have, but it seems like you've you've definitely accomplished that and making sure that that sense of realness is still heard in the sounds. Has to be, definitely has to be is the first thing. And also, again, it's about um, it, it's about also feel confident. Uh, I was recording uh, in at uh, my previous producer studio because he was mixing. He mixed, he recorded, mix and mastered the EP. So I was there. So I was confident. Uh, I was feeling, you know, ease at ease, and it was great. And so, yeah, no problem at all. And Federico was there. And we just worked, I guess, for five or six days, truly, not more. And it was beautiful. And it was quite a long time ago, actually, because um, the EP was already ready to go like eight months ago. But we were waiting for the right season. You know, I'm a notum kind of mood uh you know my project is kind of more wintry and my my music is more uh you need some you know foggy days and some rain some leaves falling leaves you know this is the yeah the feeling and the mood of uh, so we were waiting and now it's on the market and it's so good so good when you publish it and you see it and it's, you know, it's not the same thing listening to it when it's like you you have it hidden somewhere mm-hmm. in a drawer. It's not the same feeling. When it's out there, it's beautiful. You can feel it. It's real. It's born. Absolutely. I, I, I love also the fact that you mentioned that you're always up to task with um, anything as long as you trust uh, the, the people that you're working with because – I've heard countless stories about the artist producer relationship where there are producers that are more of the one take, two take, um, spontaneous kind of thing. And there's the producers that want, they want a certain thing. They want to, to capture a certain thing that until they hear it, they're not going to stop pushing for that. And, uh, I think it's a great perspective that you have because I know that, um, the psychology behind that it can take its toll on an artist if you know through repetition um they they don't really understand that there's artists that don't understand that but it seems like you understand um the ideology behind capturing whatever it needs whatever the song needs in that moment you always seem up to task which i think is wonderful 
Well, uh, I think the first step, very first step, is when you pick the producer or you it happens to work with a producer. And if it happens to work with it, is because you trusted him, it, because you had the empathy, you had the feeling that he was the right person at the right place at the right time, first of all. So then when you go through the process, you don't have, have to forget that and you need to trust him. Then you can talk afterwards, but you really have to reach the mix phase, not before. Like really, because in a mix, you can do many things. You can change many things. If you want, you can sing it again, but you know, um, so, and sometimes it's difficult because they can be quite rude. I mean, I never work with women and I would love to try maybe a producer, woman producer. Um, that would be, is one of, yeah, of my dream to work with a woman as well. But sometimes they, also, I don't know if it's about men's or what, but sometimes they can be sort of rough and I'm kind of very sensitive. So I try to, you know, but I wear this sort of, uh, you know, I have to be professional and, and I listen and I follow and I, you know, I absorb what they're saying. I bring it home. I think about it clearly. And the day after I follow what they said and they asked. And, and then it's true. Then it happens. So you just have to give it time. And you don't have, as an artist, to pretend that the way you do it is 100% better than someone else's is thinking. You know, you have to give a chance. And, and sometimes they're definitely right. So, again, being down to earth and, you know, allow yourself to learn things as well, you know, new things and way of saying, way of singing. I've done different things in the new record. I've been very pushed away, like, um, in terms of, um, yeah, the way I normally sang, I changed the producer is another guy it's from Tuscany. I'm talking about the new record next year. So you've already, um, so, so you've already, uh, the next record is going to have an entirely new, sound energy yeah. new producer it's an entirely and it's an so you're doing almost like the uh the what i call the david bowie which is like you're like a chameleon you're still yourself your identity is still very pronounced but you're always welcoming change record to record and, and so there's a growth well, there it seems right well how is a sort of path i i think is a sort of natural process it's like psychological process and uh uh, and a kind of also uh, meeting people, doing things like the new record. I didn't think about, uh, I didn't know the guy I'm working now, I'm working with now. But uh, like a few months ago, I've been contacted by a guy named, a gentleman named Hugo Race. And he used to be the Nick Cave guitarist from the Bad Seeds. Oh, wow. And I thought it was a joke, you know. I was contacted him on by him from him on Instagram. And I've been asked if I wanted to reach him uh, at a music residence um, um, in a music, like we were like three or four musicians in a place on a lake in Tuscany and sounded amazing, you know. So I, I agreed. And for that occasion, I had a couple of months in order to prepare myself. I didn't want to get there with nothing in my hands. I wanted to have 
a project. We just, we only had two days. We were supposed to have only three days. So I had uh, to have something ready or something to start with, you know, uh, in order not to lose time. And so I wrote two songs and one is a duet because he has an amazing deep voice. Um, reminds a bit also, um, Mark Lanigan sort of, you know, mm-hmm. uh, voice Screaming and trees, personality yeah. mm-hmm. from the Screaming Trees. Mm-hmm. But Hugo Reyes is, uh, very popular with his own project himself as well. So if you have the chance to listen to him, he's a, he has a, this very central deep voice and it's beautiful. So I wrote a duet because I wanted to sing and to do, to sing with him. And he loved it. So we recorded. That's how we started. So actually the producer was there. He was taking care of the recordings. Um, I had another song. Uh, he liked it too. So we work on those and then we build new songs. And I wrote, uh, like another nine tracks. So we have 11 tracks on the next upcoming album. And so I decided that the production. It has to be there, shared with uh, Nicola Baronti, who's the guy who owns the studio, and Hugo Reis, who's taking care also of the production. So new experiences, new people, uh, new way of um, new requests also from them in terms of, um, yeah, of uh, performing, like uh, different things. and. Which is great. I mean, which is great. I really embrace the, all the advisors. I, I really wanted to, it's a sort of growing process and it's, it's very nice. I don't know what is going to be after that. I'm always like with my mind, I'm always moving forward. I'm, I'm moving, I'm always moving very quickly, but, um, uh, I have to stay now, stick with my delight now because the light deserves some time. Because it's a, it was a process to me of, uh, it was very, it was very sort of deep and, and, uh, almost spiritual kind of EP, you know? And, and so I want to spend time with my delight and then being focused on the next record. But because I'm working now on the new one, I'm always, you know, sometimes, uh, I go to Tuscany quite often to finish it. And so, I'm always there with my mind too. Wonderful. I, I love the CP. This is my favorite. I, I said this with Tornado. Um, but this, this is, is your favorite. This is my favorite project that you've oh. done. Yeah. I, I and I know a lot of I mean you've only had three releases really out um up to date, but this to me is your strongest collection. I mean, it's only four songs, but these four songs to me, to my ears, and I say this with all due respect, but these four songs alone to me are stronger than anything that I've heard previous from you. I I think these four songs are so well-crafted and refined and just strong, really strong and and potent. And, and, and what the message that they're delivering, the performances, the production, um, I, even little things like this, this has nothing to do with the music really, but opening up the vinyl. And I know it sounds you know, but seeing like the A side and the B side, the A being the clear and the B being the dark and little things like that, the packaging, the, to me, this is why I love music is for little subtle details like this and, and how you deliver the music. And again, the songs are just fantastic. It's been kind of cloudy and dark over here last couple of days. Um, 
I'm actually, uh, I have really nothing besides this interview. I, I don't really have much to do today. So I will be playing this EP again for probably, this is probably like the sixth, seventh time now, to be honest with you. But because I'm, I'm, to me, music is a ritual the way I listen to it. I got to really like, especially with something like this, I have to really sink my teeth into it. So to me, this is a very special project and I, I, I cannot wait to hear what's next. But the fact that this is four songs too, it's an easy listen. I can get through it within, you know, 15, 20 minutes and, and, and listen to it again. I'm already want to listen to it another time afterwards. It's, it's so the replay value is high. So to me, this is a perfect collection of songs. And I can't. I'm so glad, Max. Thank you. I want Absolutely. to tell the guy. I want to tell Federico. Definitely. I'm going to tell him. No, I'm please gonna do. show him. Because I, yeah, I, I would love to hear whoever he works with next. Um, because his, again, he, this is, there's a thorough line here and almost like a thematic concept. Um, and, yeah, and that that flows through the four songs so it almost has like it's almost mm -hmm. like a mini album as far as like mm -hmm. there's a concept and it flows naturally from beginning to end it's true actually yeah all those four songs they were written the same time uh, i i just wrote them at the same time and like in the same month i would say uh or so and so, yeah, I was in that mood. I was in that spirit. It's a definitely a concept TP. I'm so glad you like it. And I believe it's a nice uh, bridge and passage from Tornado and the new album. Mm -hmm. So um, musically, as a production also, um, as a strong meaning. So I believe it's the perfect unplanned because it was unplanned. It used to be just, uh, you know, a new collaboration and I wanted to be an extemporary work, piece of work um, that fits in my discography. But then it sounded and it is actually, is actually now, now that I know what's coming next and, and I feel it and I can hear the work is a perfect bridge from Tornado, my previous album to the next upcoming one. Absolutely. Fantastic. Do you have a favorite track on this EP? Is there one song that to you it's number one? Well, um, well, one thing that some of my friends that really love rhythm have noticed and they get mad for Into the Forest because I normally don't have uh, lots of, um, you know, quite, I'm not saying quick, a quick beat but you know a kind of beat that makes you want to move makes you like imagine in a festival that beat when into the forest started and it starts like again a sort of if you hear it uh with a voice and a guitar it's a very celtic kind of um song it mm -hmm. used to be it can be like an old kind of song you know um and then and then at a certain point it grows and it, it starts and it, you know, brings you. And that energy is something that it really maybe I never had. And a new sun kind of beat that I liked and, and I appreciate from Federico's work. And so, yeah, I believe Into the Forest is, uh, aside from the light, because the light to me is very important for the concept. I really imagine myself. I, when I wrote the light, I was reading this book. Um, is uh, you know what is afterlife basically? Is life after death? 
And, and it's really about that, you know, and I'm very curious about mm, those themes. And I read a lot of book. I read lots of book about, mm, about it. And, uh, and so I was kind of, I was thinking to myself, I imagine myself reaching a place where, where I could really find tranquility and love and be, and also I was thinking about, um, been um, aware of the good little things that we have in the everyday life and, you know, try to get rid of the the useful, um, not useful things and stupid things that, um, um, you know, um, put us on big stress and, you know, you have to... So the light to me, it's very important for my sort of, um, uh, at that moment, in that time of my life, I needed that, you know, a spiritual sort of guide. So I love it because of this. But in terms of, um, yeah, what's the song also that changed much is Into the Forest. Because it wasn't, it, ha- it didn't have that beat when I when I when I wrote it when I wrote uh, the draft and so so yeah I think into the forest what's yours what's your favorite mine is a uh, sin or, or sin uh, oh, yeah. what, what sin. is the yeah sin is fan that is my number one but into the forest would probably be second to that um, again it's hard to say because I love every song but it's just if I had if if you had to force me to pick one. It'd probably be sin, and then followed that with um, into the forest. And again, for the very reasons I love your music, the one of the reasons that I initially connected with your work was because of the Celtic influences. Because I I love like Enya. I grew up listening to a lot of Enya, and and um, I, I already told you I, I immediately fell in love with your voice because I, I thought about uh, Dolores O'Riordan from the Cranberries I, I immediately. But it doesn't sound like a copy of that. It's very natural. It's you, and but. Those that Celtic influence is always I've always embraced it with any form of music. So the fact that you were kind of adding a new element to that with with like you said with more of that the with a more of a beat into that um, to me just immediately was like wow it almost took it to a new place. And uh, I, I'm curious to know is that something that you um, not that I want to be spoiled. I want to go into the next album or the next project completely unspoiled and surprised like I was with this. But uh, is that something that you plan on exploring with, with your music, something adding new elements to, to what you already do? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, there is a way of singing. Sometimes there, there is a song where I use spoken words mm-hmm. uh, in a part of it. I don't want to say too much, but yeah, this is new to me except the end of the light yes i do i speak at the end of the light but it costs me because i can't hear myself doing that then afterwards after the recording i i sort of feel embarrassed <laughs> but because because it's very true because it's so true because you feel vulnerable so, maybe you feel you feel vulnerable when you, so when, much. you when you're like that yes yeah. mm-hmm. so much so much makes me sometimes really makes me want to cry almost you know because I can feel myself. So I believe people will feel the song, um, will feel the meaning. Will, it's, you know, under 
the skin. And so, yeah, there are sort of appro some approach, um, the way I approach some song, the way I sang them, the power of, uh, of the sound also is going to be, it's going to be, yeah, I don't know if I can say, you know, uh, lots of things, but there are many influence, but it is a concept album as well. So it's so cool. And we work a lot. We worked hard. We've got, uh, one of the amazing things is the basics, uh, played by Hugo Race. Mm -hmm. It's very Twin Peaks kind of sound, you know, Wonderful. and in four or five tracks, uh, amazing sound. We do some songs are very heartbeat and, you know, half tempo and I love them. And yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, new things, new yeah. things as well. But same me, myself. I mean, with my voice, but treated by another producer. So all the time, this is different. It's their feeling, their approach. And so it's going to be his respons responsibility, though. That's great to hear. And and also just my two cents, I don't feel like you need Melody on your voice. You you have a, a I understand that sometimes in productions you need, but you you have such a wonderful voice as is and I I like the fact that it's only here and there and it's not really overwhelming because to me you have a a incredible singing voice. There's no need for it to sound manufactured in any way. I love the fact that it sounds natural and it, it just is what it is. It's just an incredibly emotive, powerful voice. And um, it must remain that way because that to me is like we need less technology. I think we need more natural stuff in the music. And I feel like that's what you're bringing to the table, a sense of naturalism. And it brings us it brings us as music listeners in touch with the, you, you know, with something a little bit more grounded. And I think like we need music like that nowadays more than ever. So I, from the bottom of my heart, appreciate what you're doing and what you continue to do for music, keeping it sophisticated, honest, earnest, and uh, over overtly sophisticated in a way that, um, to me, is just refreshing in, in this day and age. So again, thank you so much uh, for what you're doing uh, for music. Max, thank you very much. Um, I thank you because I'm, you know, um, I'm flattered. I love what I do. So I really appreciate your support. Thank you for the space here and the time. And I can't wait for you to listen to the new work. And I would love to meet you in person, obviously, because after these years, we deserve to sh shake our hands at least and see each other. Maybe at the live. So pray for me. <laughs> I will. I <laughs> because I want to come to the States. That would be wonderful. And and I'm, I'm going to be really, I'm trying to be really humble here, but uh, through somebody like you, I really hope like uh, I want to connect American listeners here to what you're doing. And I know like I'm, this is very grassroots for me. I, I I'm building this step by step on my own, but this is my goal. I hope to continue to just expose people to good music uh, that maybe we need more filters out there. We need more people talking about what they love. Uh, no matter where in the world it's from and, and to promote it in such a way with passion and, and, and with, and with honesty. So um, I thank you again, really for uh, taking the time to do this with me today here on Sonic dorms. Thank you again for delivering the light, which is a fantastic EP. And I hope people will check this out. And again, would you mind telling people um, where they can purchase a vinyl copy? Because to me, this is definitely a physical experience so you can stream it anywhere, but if you want to purchase a copy, where can you do that? 
you can go on the website at charliviso.com. You will find everything there online. So then. Wonderful. Charlie, thanks again. Uh, I can't wait to have you on the show again. Um, hopefully sometime next year and in, in, in promotion with the next record. Um, I hope to hear from you soon. Uh, stay in touch. Let's say in person next time. Let's let's say next okay. year is going to bring us luck. In person. Yeah, I would love to and do then, that. And then Thank I, you. I will have you sign this because I'm going to frame it on my wall. So it's going to be right up there. Okay. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I have to do that. I didn't sign it. No, but I mean, on the inside, but on the outside, you know, just because I like. On the inside. Sorry. Yeah, okay. But, yeah. No, it's okay. It I works. thought I signed it. Okay. Yeah, you did. <laughs> That's fine. Okay, right, Max. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Have a wonderful Thank night. Thank you. Goodbye to everyone. Thank you very much. And you. Ciao. Bye. Ciao.